1: India Echo Lima Delta Shield What up, hello, another epic entrance here eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Probably one of the best entrances you could have asked for there. That was excellent. uh it was. It was well-timed. Say, like you say you never lose it. Never lose it. I was always skilled. Now I've got an hour and a half not to muck up, so I'm about to do something wrong. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Take your bets. When is he going to mess up? <laughs> yes, that is. You've just heard the entrance music to The Shield, that one of the top stables to ever appear in WWE who have recently reunited. And as a result, we're going to mark it by talking about... Great stables, even not great stables, in the world of wrestling. I am the shield of this group, Stephen Wilson. Across from me is our kind tie, Mister David Hockney, <laughs> 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 And joining us this week is the Wyatt family of our group, James Murphy. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Sir. So? Can we hear you? you need to oh speak. yeah, yeah. Can yeah. no, we speak? Can we? Can we speak closer? To this. I got to speak louder
0: as well. I just yeah, I'm just Checking be, my voice.
1: We can hear you, so it's good. So, yeah, this is Eat Sleep, Sleep Pricks We Tweet, and we are going to talk stables. Okay. Great, uh, great. Great. Now, I think, as we discussed before the show, what better way to start than with these guys? Well, we start them with the Shield. Now, um, the Shield. For those of you who um, don't know about the Shield, why are you listening to this show first of all? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just to back, cl- just to clarify, uh, the Shield formed in t- late two thousand and twelve, debuted ra- at Survivor Series twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Thank you, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran right on the roster for two years, had the most heartbreaking breakup you will ever see from a stable, and have recently reunited. To fight the probably the oddest group you'll ever see okay. in wrestling. Uh, it's, uh, a, it's a, it's a of like who who exactly like put these people together because it's just like it's what making it's mixing. I don't know. It's like I don't know what it I'd is. I'd like
0: to, I'd like to think that it was kind of a almost a survivor series of like the Shield versus the rest of Raw. You got Miz, Braun Strowman, I think Curtis Axel. No. So? Seamus uh, and Cesaro. Seamus and Cesaro, that's four. Yeah. Versus three somehow? Yeah, no,
1: there's uh they're against five people now.
0: Okay, who else is in there? It's Kane. Kane. Oh Kane, he came back, didn't he? Yes, yeah,
1: Kane. Kane. Kane It's Kane. He
0: burst he burst out of the ring, of course. I mean Mikey Whiplash style, I prefer to call it these days, because he's the person who does it the most. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, you know, I I would say the SHIELD reforming was not a surprise
1: for anyone. I think I think a lot of people saw it coming because uh, they had sort of common enemies and, you know, but seeing them back together was great, you know, because they just worked, they just gelled so well as a group. They we were picking up ones left, right and centre over yeah. some of the biggest names you could ask for. So let's let's, let's talk about the, the, as David says there, about the history of the SHIELD there, uh, about how good a stable they were, because they came back at a point where the kind of stables had started to fall off. Again, uh, 2012, and they were surprisingly well-booked up-and-coming stable. They were call-ups from NXT as well, so they weren't just like guys who were floating about on the main roster doing nothing. No, these were fresh faces that the sort of main roster type audience wasn't familiar with. Uh, And to see these sort of, uh, these up-and-coming rookies as it were, you know, they're new faces, new talent, and it was just like a breath of fresh air when they first arrived. Uh, they be against uh, during the Triple Threat WWE Championship match at Survivor Series 2012 featuring CM Punk, John Cena and Ryback, where they put Ryback through the announce table with the signature Triple Power Bomb. The Triple Power Bomb is about to be up there as one of the best combination finishes. I
0: don't like it. Oh,
1: here we go, here we go. Here here we go. You got, you got, you got the uh, Legion of
0: Doom. Right, you got Legion of Dim, they do their top rope finisher, and that looks like it's going to slam someone and like put them through the next coma for the next Sunday, right? What are you get from the shield is Roman Reigns powerbombing someone, and Dean Ambrose and Cedron's giving them, give them, them a little pat, essentially. <laughs> it's not a great triple finisher at all. It doesn't actually look like it hurts someone apart from Roman Reigns doing the damage. And you know what, if anything, I'm sure they love it, because it makes Roman look great. But, you know, it doesn't... Dean Ambrose and several don't do much. But, but but in tag team matches, of course, they look fantastic. There's a, there's but, you know, a, it's not a
1: great finisher. There's a debate going about that the only reason that we've got the shield back together is to get Roman over. No, I think disagree. There is some element of truth to that, I have to say. It's like the management backstage have said, we've tried absolutely everything to get Roman yeah. over, so let's put him back together with the two guys that made him get over in the first place. And I think when it's all said in said and done, you know, if they disband again, people will think he'll carry that, uh, that re- revitalized, push, as it were, into uh, a WrestleMania singles run again, which I don't believe is going to be the case, because even, like, because when they first arrived on Monday Night Raw this week, like, people were booing when Angle handed Roman Reigns the mic, and they thought, no, get it away from Roman, let Dino Seth talk. <laughs> yeah, but, Obviously, it was such a well-anticipated thing. The Shield coming up, that just shows how well they were booked in the original run. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are still debating to this day whether it was the right time for them to split up. I think, looking back now, it was the best time for them to go uh-huh. because looking at the, the successes that they've had since then, I mean, they beat Evolution to us and up, But that's—that's a huge achievement. Mm-hmm. But it just shows that uh, how the, the quality that a good stable can bring to wrestling. I mean. The stable is obviously something that's went back for the last fifty odd years in the whole wrestling industry. There was about all around about in the early, in the early days, but it didn't really take off until about the eighties, where we got the the joyous multiple facing off all the time feud of the Von Eriks and the Fabulous Freebirds. Mm-hmm. It's, it was a while ago. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna give you a bit of a, How much did you know about these two teams? Not <laughs> uh, Well, I know obviously part of the. Uh,
0: Tag team rules for holding the titles obviously means that you can defend it as a group, which comes is called the Freebirds rule or Freebirds law, whatever you want to call Free it. Rule, yeah. uh, it's also why obviously the New Day were uh, introducing the was it the Freebirds? Yeah, the Hall of Fame. fact. Oh yeah. That's yeah, because because obviously they're, they're they're defending the titles under the same rules. So with the New Day, any member of the New Day as a tag team, so Xavier Woods, Big uh, Biggie, you know, the Kofi Kingston Big Biggie, whatever, any combination of them can defend the titles. Which is unlike uh, when the Shield were together, the title holders were just two of them, because Dean Ambrose was US champ, I believe, and Reigns and Rollins were tag champions. Champ. Yeah. So, so it's not like uh, it's not like uh, Ambrose could ever actually defend the belt. But obviously, teams at like the New Day, as a stable, can defend it. So, I mean, obviously, they paved the way for a lot of different tag team mix-ups, and one of the better strengths for that, I think, is if one of them gets injured, you don't actually miss a step, which can put a lot of tag teams on the sideline because had uh, the revival. Uh what happened with
1: Dawson? Oh, the, the revival his in, jaw, the, the, no Dash, Dash bubbles. his jaw and now Dawson Dawson's bicep on his
0: bicep. So, you know, I think uh, stables are a good thing, if anything, just for keeping the same storyline going. You're having multiple people in it means that you don't have to miss a beat if one of them is no. injured. Like yeah. you said,
1: the freebird rule is obviously the thing that the freebirds the are probably most well known for in the current time. Other than Michael Hayes making mo- so many irrelevant comments, uh, I guess that's a bit of a backstage thing. We'll talk about that in detail. But in terms of the actual well-known stables, it wasn't really pioneered until we got this lot introduced. I'm gonna guess this one who 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 do you have a clue who they are? It's the four horsemen of course. Absolutely. Uh, the Four Horsemen... Uh, I thought i gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I'd give a bit, make a little bit fun. Yeah, uh I know themes. So, so yeah, the Four Horsemen, uh, introduced in the late 80s in WCW, NWA. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the, origin- the the most well-known five. Uh, we're looking at, of what course, including the manager. Including the manager, of course sure you, you, you can't have the Horsemen without JJ Dillon. <laughs> uh, so you're looking at uh, Ric Flair. Flair. The Nature Boy Ric Flair, of course. Uh, Arn Anderson, Terry Blanchard and Barry Wynum. So they really put stables on the mat in the late 80s, early 90s in WCW? Mm, Definitely yeah. Do you think, I mean the thing about that one is um, it was a lot of the making for a couple of those guys, Wynum and um, Blanchard kind of stepped out of the, sha- uh, the lower shadows. Uh, Ric Flair was, al- uh, was, only a big st- was already a big star. Would you say he was the de facto leader of that stable or they were really all like four equals?
0: No. You know, a breakout star doesn't make him the leader though. Well, you well, say he,
1: breakout star, he was already a star well, I, I, say, as in, I say de facto leader because there, was, I mean, there wasn't a clear cut one, but who's you you th- the guy you, you think of first when you say that stable's name? But
0: that's only because he's the most famous, it doesn't mean he was the leader of the stable. But what I would say was, you're right in that obviously the guy with the most prestige is technically the leader of the stable Mm -hmm. so I mean you look at a team like legacy
1: legacy Orton obviously yeah that's why Orton was the sort of focal point with that because he had well he didn't just have Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase by his side uh, he also had uh, some sort of uh, a couple of other second, third generation guys like Sim Snuka and Manu as well.
0: It's not like you look at the Wyatt family and don't think of Bray Wyatt. Because like
1: it's the Wyatt
0: family. Yeah, of course. And the other two are called and Harper and Rowan. Of course. Well, and uh, Strowman, when he was part of the Wyatt And Strowman, yeah, He course. was still going there. Yeah, but... I did I did love the Wyatt family at their peak. Not gonna lie.
1: Uh, I think the thing, to many people, moving forward since the, 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 the horseman was they had that kind of one guy who was kind of... He stood out and the rest of them were a lot of the, the workhorses behind them. Uh-huh. It's a successful formula that we've seen in many other stables. Funnily enough, most of, a lot of them involving Rick Flair in some sort of capacity. We, you, we talk about the one who's most well known in WWE especially as Evolution, yeah. which yep. came about in the early noughties. Uh, obviously, Ric Flair was part of that group, but Ric Flair was kind of like the the old horse to say in that one. And they had kind they had of the it, mentor, kind of the kind of mentor. That was kind of the thing in his sub- subsequent stables that have kind of came about. You had Flair as the mentor. Mm. You had the one who was positioned as the star, and you had a couple of younger workhorses round about them. Yeah, it was, that. That sort of I think the theme of the evolution name sort of ties in very well because it represents the progress of past to present to future. Like you had, obviously, Ric Flair represents greatness of the past. Then you had, at the time, Triple H, who was the present world champion. And then, like you said, you had the future workhorses in Randy Orton and Batista. Mm -hmm. So you had that kind of, and you kind of thought there was kind of something similar in but the Horseman when you had Flair, was like you didn't really have the mentor, but you had the kind of the manager in Dylan, mm-hmm. and you had Flair, who was the kind of the main star. And you had the work crosses round them, Anderson and Blanchard, who obviously the brain went on. They were the Brainbusters tag team. Obviously, uh, if you you talked about the revival earlier on, the revival are kind of a new version of the Brainbusters type of thing, in the way they kind of that mm-hmm. physical style and very, very high yeah. quality technical wrestling. You know? Classic mat based style, nothing fancy, <laughs> no pups, just first. Which, which, if I can say anything, now
0: that they're on the main roster, I don't think. It's gonna serve them well and as soon as they're back i expect a burial very quickly just had a, a stro- burial for the revival just that's had, what's happening
1: they've just had a stroke of bad luck i think you know once they get past the whole injury hiccup i think there's oh, of, to of, them of back. course
0: but when you keep someone at lane that for that long especially an nxt call-up when they get back i think they're going to be overshadowed by whatever angle is going to be going and if there's a tag team already quite hot like you know the usos of the new day there's a really good chance they're going to be fed to them.
1: In all fairness though, the revivals on Raw, whereas Usos and New Day on SmackDown.
0: Well, of course, but like, I mean, talking about tag teams that are hot, I mean, I don't look at the the Raw tag team and really see like a big, hot tag scene. I see a main event scene. Because you've got Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose Sheamus and Sarah all teaming in this big uh, headline match, and you know, obviously you've got like Braun Strowman, uh, sorry not Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar holding the title, which to be honest to me is great but takes out the limelight a little bit and uh, what you're actually having here is this stable versus stable fight is the main event of raw and raw pay-per-views which is what's going to happen
1: well that's that arguably that is the main event that, that's stable coming for there but you, you make a fair point on that one but before we start digressing on that one obviously we look at evolution as kind of a a version of the time of uh, the horseman and it was arguably well uh, it was very successful and doing what to do. Triple H led it, he was multiple champions and it got Batista and Randy over as new stars. Uh, there's, there's other kind of incarnation of the horseman that's maybe not had the same level of success. The one I'm kind of thinking of is if you look at. TNA, Impact Wrestling, whatever it's called now, Global and you look looking at them. Force w. Wrestling, whatever, whatever it's called nowadays, I think it's back to T- Impact Wrestling. Uh, so they it's had called
0: Jeff Jarrett's Power Slam match. No, Jeff Jarrett's. <laughs> He's not
1: part of it anymore, <laughs> anymore. He's, He's not Jarrett. part of it anymore. But um, the stable I'm referring to is uh, Fortune. Fortune, aye. Who, um, obviously, that well-known, they remember, but they kind of had a similar type of method to... What the horseman had, you, had. Flair was the Flair was the old horse, obviously. And then again, obviously, he, had, he probably shouldn't have got as physical as they had it but that's a different conversation altogether. You had the one who was positioned at the start as the star of AJ Styles and you had the kind of young you had the younger workforce type ones of Bobby Roode, James Storm was was Frankie Ball. Kazarian. Oh no right, it wasn't Boris was and the Machine, they were, they were beer they were beer money. Beer money yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes it was it was, it was it was beer money incorporated then in Frankie Kazarian. And later uh, Christopher Daniels was added in there mm-hmm. but that was at the point where the group were starting to fade away. They were kind of a less I would kind of say they're a less successful version of that type of horse- the horseman idea. I don't know if you'd agree with that one. I would say the least
0: successful horseman. I'm doing air quotes, obviously, but the least successful incarnation of that's probably the Four horse women. which was essentially this idea of a loose kind of club of what? high-ranking NXT women stars. Well, I would <laughs> say Not like they were ever really a stable. Not yeah, like they really I did think. anything. Just meant that sometimes at the end of the matches, they would come out and congratulate each other. Didn't like it. Pretty shoehorned, well, and I think it only came about because of Charlotte's association with Clear.
1: When you talk about the horse, when you talk about the horsewomen, who really are the four horsemen, is it Them, or is it the ones in UFC? The UFC, yeah, the Rousey and Co. You know, this, I mean, uh, this, t- this is a
0: wrestling podcast. I don't know why we're talking about <laughs> UFC,
1: but you know, it, no, who are, well, they, it could be a wrestling thing going I think forward. You know,
0: obviously, Rousey's going to appear at UFC at some point. Uh, sorry, WWE at some point. I, I'd say that's pretty much a given but not as an actual competitor just a uh, w- uh, Wrestlemania one-off
1: I'd say hashtag Wrestlemania one-off definitely but yeah, yeah. You, like Floyd really Mayweather's done a one-off mania
0: and so, did Donald, so did Donald Trump like can not
1: why can't remember, anyone can do it
0: it's
1: fine anyway so you say the horse woman is probably the worst incarnation yeah well, Maybe, well, do you agree disagree um, sort of agree, agree and disagree because well the, I disagree because the fact is they weren't really an established stable in front of the camera of WWE they were sort of more like a
0: um, that's the issue I took with it
1: uh, to be uh,
0: this is almost it's almost kayfabe busting when like I remember there, yeah, there, was, a, there was a very
1: a br- it it was okay.
0: a very brutal feud it was the, it was the curtain calling kind I of think it was a very brutal feud I remember I think it was Sasha Banks and Bailey yeah. and then you know Bailey wins and all of a sudden uh, Becky Lynch and uh, oh, Charlotte hello. come out and you know they're all hugging and I'm like eh I kind of like kayfabe to be honest keeps me invested keeps me involved at least like to see the storylines develop, and to have Sasha, like, sort of shrug her shoulders and be like, yay, I'll raise her hand, I don't like it. I, I, if you're going to be having those four together do something with them, don't just have them congratulate each other at the end of the match. It feels, feels weak. I mean, can you imagine Evolution if they were just these guys who, like, kind of liked each other? It's sort of a DX thing, kind of, in that some of the stages of DX, they didn't really operate as a stable, they just kind of... Came out and lifted each other's hands at the end of matches. I think the
1: problem with women's staples is the fact just there's just not enough numbers to yeah. offset really. Because if you put four women together, that's a huge chunk of the women's roster uh, put to one side to be boosted as a as a stable. You'd have to really realistically combine the main rosters women's division with the NXT women's division to get in, in more than enough numbers to have good quality matches elsewhere, but still have that. Uh, 4 horse stable as uh, the top tier. So I, th- I think it's just purely a case of uh, lack of numbers in the women's division that's not made it happen as it were. Moving on again for obviously from the, the horsemen side of the obviously we we've, we've, we've talked there the horsemen were great but the thing about stables was they weren't really cool at that point in time, there wasn't really many big ones going about. I mean arguably they didn't become cool until we got these guys on the scene. <laughs>
0: It's the NWO. The NWO,
1: exactly. We could have some fun with these fusions. The most <laughs> iconic stable of wrestling, arguably. Well, uh, and you know, it went on a bit too long. Well, that's obviously the debate because obviously the, the thing about the NWO is, as I said, is the stables weren't really well, There was an argument in general, wrestling wasn't really cool until these guys came in. And obviously we had Hall, Nash, Logan, all guys would defected from WWE, not, yeah. obviously not defected, but they came from the WWE, they had that way about them and they came in, they just beat up whoever they, wanted, whatever they want. it was cool. And to start with, obviously as James was saying there, it started off brilliantly for that amount of time and it kind of led to this whole thing that stables could be cool. We didn't really need to have these guys who were just great technical wrestlers, we could have guys who did whatever they wanted and the NWO were the first example of that. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean it was a bit sad that they became this sort of like bloated imitation of what they used to be. And you know, you see that a little bit, I would say, maybe controversial, I'm not sure, but like uh, Bullet Club in uh, New Japan could do with being a bit smaller, there's a lot of names that get lost in the shuffle over there, Mm. Uh, but you know I think a stable should never grow too big. Otherwise you've got your clear sort of like almost like hierarchy. Which is fine, but you shouldn't have four or five guys at the bottom. You should have one or two. Like you're kinda of spike Dudley's and you're kinda of like Wow. No, I mean I'm not I mean Wow am not I'm not bashing Spike Dudley. I'm just saying I'd rather take him on than Devon or Bubba.
1: Well, that was kinda of the the issue as you say with the end up interview. I think they got to a point where everybody and anybody started going in NWO, to the point that we got NWO Hollywood and NWO Wolfpack. what was the max, what was the max, uh, what was the max
0: actually inclusiveness, what what was the max number of people in the NWO? It was above 20 almost,
1: it was massive. There was a point where you had literally everybody, and it wasn't even like... was most of WCW? it It got to a point where you had so many of the lower card. I mean, yeah. it started off Howard of Nash Hogan, D.B. joined, we got The Giant, oh, was now known as Big Show. Eric Bischoff joined. Well, Bischoff. Oh, Bischoff wasn't that bad I, I think, because no, Bischoff joining kind of got that way that they they were in with the hierarchy that they could literally do what they wanted. No. And for storyline purposes, it was great. No, see, that's, that's the thing though. I think um, people were saying Eric Bischoff actually started the downfall of the NWO because I think for an effective rebellious stable to work they should have control over authority not necessarily meaning having authority join them it's kind of like i'd like to describe it to the situation that happened with the craze in london you know they were the most notorious crime gang in the east end of london for years and you know they didn't have the authorities join them you know they had so much influence over the authorities that they would just let them get on with it you i know, think they run they ran the system and think I think that's kind of what led to the NWO's downfall. There's, there's there's some names in this NWO list that you would not have think were actually on the NW, in the NWO. You had Michael Wall Street, otherwise known as IRS. IRS oh! Bray Wyatt's dad? Yep. You had Big Bubba Rogers, also known as the Big Boss Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Rodman was in it. A lot of people knew about Rodman in it. The, s- basketball yep. the basketball oh, player? Yeah, the basketball player. Dusty Rhodes was in it.
0: Uh, I and mean, yeah it's 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 crazy how many people the nw actually had it's every it was
1: just a everybody Go, and everybody was going part off of it at some point
0: going off your point earlier i don't think bishop joining them bishop joining them was like bishop sorry was like this sort of like authority joining them i think it was more of this sort of idea of if you can't beat them join them and like, that's yeah, that's it's good for someone to I think turn I think heel and throw their lot in with them, like Daniel Bryan joining the Wyatts, also again Orton joining the Wyatts, you know, this sort of stage where, you know what, it's gone too far, I might as well be on the winning team. Mm-hmm. Which I think was okay with Bischoff, but, I think but I think they th- grew bloated.
1: The problem, I think the problem was though, you needed a face authority figure to go against still, even when you had one face authority figure joining them. Because that's one heel turn, but then it created room for maybe an even higher up authority figure to bring in maybe new talent to fight against
0: i sort of don't like this idea of faces always needing a big face to turn because as we're seeing in wwe right now you're actually running out of big faces you could look at the wwe roster and look at the big players most of them are either heels or in between. There's not a lot of iron out, out faces, and it's uh, to me it's leading for a problem where you're watching it and you're kind of having to suspend your disbelief. And it's like, well, why are they fighting? It's not like everyone can fight just for gold.
1: Well, it's like the, it's the, the face heel dynamic isn't really there anymore. You know, it's, yeah. it's sort of in a grey area, like, which is represented in stables, which the, is good. The the well, I think that, I think that's quite clever because it appeals. It's a more adult theme to it you know it's not clear-cut I, dis- guys. I, I disagree. You no know, it's like just two different points of view each with its own pros and cons and each side is debating like which is better you know it's, it's kind of like politics you know there's no really heroes and villains it's just two people with two different points of view. I mean obviously we can go on all day about this find out in NW but they want a the original point they were great, and the advantage we kind of look back on NWO in history is we might not have got a lot of the stables that came in the years coming after it without the NWO. I mean, the best example, obviously, we talked about the on is Degeneration X. Yep. I mean, would there have been a Degeneration X without an NWO? I don't think we'd have a, a Degeneration X talk without the NWO because remember, at this time, like sort of the mid to late 90s and stuff, this was. The, the peak of the Monday Night Wars, where WWE was competing with WCW. Mm-hmm. So they needed, WWE needed a top stable as well to combat them. And I think DX probably ticked all the boxes for the Attitude Era big time. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about DX a wee, bit, a wee bit there before we go on to a few of the other ones, but
0: mm.
1: was, DX has had a similar one, it's had various incarnations in some way or another. At what point would you have said the DX were probably at the best? At the peak of the promotion Probably. Original DX. Yeah. Ah, yeah, probably. Should
0: play HBK. Yeah. we you about about the,
1: the original the two of them? The original, yeah. Best I mean,
0: promos, at least, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean uh, there's a promo that I don't even know if we're allowed to talk about. Like, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like it was like a public service announcement involving a lot of swearing. Is that the oh, n- no, 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 no. I'm talking about... Are you talking uh, about the sunny one?
0: I'm talking about the Mizark one. Was in, uh, ooh,
1: I, ooh. No? It, I can't remember I, I,
0: I, I no, thought it you okay, uh, were talking
1: about the sunny one.
0: Uh well, that they, the all, come days. Out, they we all come out impersonating different wrestlers. One of them is dressed oh. like Martin Martin. Oh, that's the nation. that was that was, yeah, that was mocking the They're nation. mocking the nation, the nation as well. That was the well.
1: nation, yeah. yeah and see, and, that was uh, that's I mean
0: their 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 skits before that were way clever much more clever. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, they sort of had to go down this a sort of baseline comedy route. But I liked, I liked, I liked them in their original incarnation. Uh, I liked how they came together organically when it was just sort of Triple H and China. China was his bodyguard, I think. Yeah. And uh, him and HBK were palling around a little bit, like obviously. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden it was just sort of this like snowballing into the making their own. So stable.
1: DX did good for China as well, because you know, established her as the top woman. Well,
0: well, I mean, she was already kind of pushed as any uh, any big woman in the WWE is always pushed as this sort of like, look at this freak of nature. Oh my God! Like she's gonna, all that sort of thing. So I don't know if that
1: cemented her, but first woman to hold, actually only woman to hold the Intercontinental Championship. How's that for uh, is establishment? Total, yeah. I mean obviously, obviously you were kind of, we talked about DX and we, you talked obviously about that problem with the nation. I mean the good thing obviously from a WWE's perspective is obviously the NWO led to DX but DX and the NWO obviously led to either this, a lot of the stables that were there feeling a bit more fresh or a lot of ones that you maybe wouldn't have seen without that type of, I mean the NWO or DX type thing kind of helped with the attitude there but you wouldn't have seen a lot of the stables there. I mean two of the ones that were there in a, in a way but didn't feel as good as they were until this point were the Heart Foundation and the Nation it was talked about. I mean the Nation kind of started off as this whole militant thing and then when the Rock came into the Nation they came across a lot more that were quite comedy type people type where the, the Rock had that cockiness and he had D.O. and Henry and Was that, that straight after his Rocky Maivia stint? Well it was Rocky Maivia, Maivia and then he uh, joined the nation Yeah And kind of the nation kind of saved Rock's career. Rock probably wouldn't be where he was if he ne- never went to the nation Rocky Maivia feels like, uh, back then he felt like Ro- what Roman Reigns is today yeah, that's kind of ah. a lot. A, There are some comparisons in that way. Um, going about. No, oh, <laughs> the goody two Roman
0: Reigns didn't get a lot of die Roman die chants. He's got a lot of. He did, he did get a lot, of, a lot uh, of. booze.
1: He got delete. He got go away. Delete, got, de- deletes, um, deletes
0: very smarky. Go away is quite bad, I would say. Yeah. But but Roman Reigns was not as hated a figure as Rocky Maivia. Not not ever except for maybe when the. Anticipated Royal Rumble and then WrestleMania win, which was obviously disappointing
1: for a lot of people. Well, yeah, you forget yeah. when many beat Undertaker as well, I think that's the most I've seen anybody get. I don't know, I, l- I liked it. Mm-hmm. actually. So, so so The Nation was kind of that way. The Nation, you wouldn't have had that type of a lot more comic type style. You wouldn't have had that entertaining Yes, so It was elimination. The Nation. You had, like, what, Ron Simmons, you had Mark Henry, uh, yeah. yeah. and Owen, yeah. Owen Hart was in it. Wait, Owen Hart was in The Nation? Owen Hart was in The Nation, yeah it was a quite a big thing you know. So um, and then you also, there was a the Heart the Foundation <laughs> after, there was a the Hart Foundation as well around about that time In the Heart Foundation were a tag team in the early uh-huh. 90s and when Bret Hart turned heel the Heart Foundation became a heel stable and they kind of had the feud with uh, DX, it wasn't really a full on f- feud but they had that kind of one when, when Hart and Michaels were having that match at Survivor Series mm. so you wouldn't have had that type of heel, heart foundation as well. There's a few other kind of stables who you wouldn't have had. Godfather, thank you. We've been told Godfather was in the stable as well. Thank you for that input. Ah, Godfather. <laughs> when it was called, uh, oh, was it, Miss, Miss Cameron Mustafa, I, was, I, couldn't remember, I couldn't remember exactly what the name was. But we also had a few kind of heel, uh, I say heel, stables that kind of developed around about this time that you may have not seen without the NWO. A couple of, the ones I'm kind of think of, The Brood. The Brood aye. The Ministry. The corporate ministry. Well, corporate ministry. Yeah, obviously, oh, The corporation. Well, not the corporate ministry. We'll go with just No, you, you also had terrible ones like the union. Yeah well, we'll go in it. We'll, we'll talk about them a bit later. on. Well, I've got a, I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got some ones in store. Don't worry about it. that's gonna be a treat later on the, in the show. But would you have seen the ministry without the NWA? Type thing? I, I, I don't know. I don't th- I
0: don't think they single handedly brought back stables as an idea. I think they like you said. I think they made them cool. But I think it more made the uh, whole villainous, take no prisoners, smack talking, trash talking. Was it whatever on where he says Luke Sky talking. That's I I think they made that cool again. How you that it? sort of like attitude. They made that cool. I don't know if they made stable cool.
1: Mm. I think if, again, pack mentality. I think that's what helps helps a bit. You know, you get uh, a sort of de facto leader, and you get your followers behind you. That's kind of what the ministry was. You know, it's like gang again, gang warfare. Was Was that the only one as a child who was scared of the ministry? Uh, <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't remember the ministry. I'm pretty sure the Ministry of uh, terif- see
1: between January and April in 1999. Yeah, I don't Taker that. was absolutely scary. That was a we were, we were like, was we this like, was, eight was the this the show.
0: Taker that put Steve Austin on a cross? That's the yes. One. There we go. That was that was Taker. Oh, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Taker was terrifying back then.
0: I think. um... Personally, I think stables gravitate naturally towards a heel environment, where, if anything, if you think about it, ganging up with your pals to achieve your goals is a heel thing is almost cowardice, you know and that's why I think there's many more successful heel stables than face stables. You know what, I
1: actually agree with you. Now that I'm thinking of, of the, uh, some of the more recent stables, like you know, those with at least three-plus members. All of them basically started out as heels. Well, most of them. They anyway.
0: started out as like really ineffectual heels. It's not like they were bad. they no, weren't were of...
1: technically booked as heels, but yeah. you know they're just annoying heels. Not like, um, you know, monster heels or de- deceptive heels.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think I uh, stables do tend to start as heels, or at least eventually transform into them to be successful.
1: Mm. I mean, normally. Was there any sort of stables that started out as face stables? Come mm. to think of it. Ah, uh,
0: good question. It depends when you think, what was the, there was a Shane McMahon when he was feeding against his dad? So who were the union against? Because I believe there was... The, the
1: union team. were against the copper ministry.
0: Right, so one of them was meant to be face. That was the union. Except people hated the union. The people hated the, the people they were hate stupid. Well,
1: well, you look at the people in it, I mean, you had Big Show, Mankind, Shamrock and Test.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, who have you got there that's
1: actually great? Oh well, no! Mankind. 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 mankind, mankind, yeah. yeah. But mankind—I can't I see mean, your point because mankind was kind of—mankind kind of went through his phase, but it wasn't really that. It was the stupid type of phase before he became. Appreciated greatly. I mean, Does, shows, the, shows went on. Is since this then. before
0: Rock and Salt connection? Or before Rock and yeah, Salt before connection. Rock and Salt. Before he actually was great. Before
1: then. Rock and Salt, and after they won the world title for yeah. the first time. Um, so that, the union were terrible though. That's a good. That's yeah. a good one. In so terrible.
0: I think we have it, I think we have this issue of you got a heel stable and everyone's like, oh, they're so cool. Look at these guys ganging up and like kicking, and then taking names and you know like that sort of thing, but. When you try and big faces against them, it just sort of seems a sort of like really weak attempt to get this sort of like side against them,
1: I think normally. You just needed like a bunch of random guys thrown together, face guys thrown together to sort of act as a yeah as a, a group enemy. It was never
0: organic, it was always a, just a thrown together thing. I mean, you're seeing the same thing now nowadays with uh, Miz, Braun Strowman the and Miz- Jameson Cesaro.
1: Or just the Tourage in general.
0: Yeah. I like. I liked it. Uh, the the concept. is essentially what is it? It's the Miz Hollywood Elixir, and then he takes two jobbers and makes them his
1: makes them great uh, his
0: groupie Well, not groupies. That's not the right word. Bodyguards. Bodyguards. Yeah. Like is it his toughs? And that's not that's not something that's ever like, gone wrong. It's a uh, popular concept.
1: So yeah. well, it. Saves it. Can save. Uh, you know, a stable can actually save guys who are not really doing much. they see, we'll t- we'll talk about kind of the the ones that are kind of going about at the moment later on in the show, but. As I say we'll go back to that type of, we'll go back to the, obviously the NWO is quite good because it goes into different angles. Uh, we did have NWO spin-offs as well, actual properly spin-offs. The two ones, one of our listeners has actually mentioned them to to ourselves here, in uh, ECW, the Blue World Order. Oh, oh god, god yeah, Yeah, they yeah they were, of course. They were, oh they were annoying. Yeah, Angel, <laughs> you don't like, hey, 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 you you know, like the Blue world, world, world Order. I just remember seeing them face the Mexicans at the Great American Bash and I thought, what are these guys doing? This is just... Well, that uh, was that was when they came into WWE. But when they were in ECW in the mid nineties, the they were absolutely hilarious at the time. Because
0: I don't see anything wrong with a comedy cash in on a popular name. Don't see anything wrong with
1: it. You had a le- yes, a less type of comedy version in WCW, which yeah. we talked about last week before we talked about the Guerrero Latino World Order. Latino World Order, yeah, So many world orders around. There was even different incarnations in the NWO. There was a version in New Japan.
0: Excellent. As well, which
1: was kinda there was obviously the WWE version of the NWO which flopped spectacularly compared to the WCW version and who was who was surprised? Pretty sure the HBK was a part of that, um Revitalised WWE NWO. And, and he super plot. kicked the face off of Booker T. Oh. <laughs> That was a heck of a super kick. <laughs> that one at all. Uh, but there's always the spin-offs. I mean, you talked about as well. We'll talk about these guys in a bit more detail when we talk about the full film. You talked about the Bullet Club as well. Mm. I mean, the Bullet Club are kind of like a spin-off of the NWO in a way. Because they have that type of run against the authority type guys.
0: It's not. It's not a run against the authority. It's when you get these really regional promotions, New Japan, uh, Lucha Underground, places like that. It can be seen as obviously the Bullet Club originally were like these. uh, Obviously the word Gaijin, which means like foreigner, they were these guys who were coming against the uh, the current champions who were always held as like these sort of like thoroughbred great Japanese wrestlers. And obviously it was this insulting way that they would all team up and like propel one of them to greatness and feud against one of the big guys and uh, uh, it was started by uh, Fergal Devitt, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah you uh, it would probably be a Fergal Devitt. And uh, well, he was,
0: he was Prince Devitt over there but like you know he, he started it and then you got AJ and then you got... wait it was, it was, it was Fergal and it was, then the, AJ, the
1: original incarnation was Devitt, Carl Anderson, Karl Anderson. Uh, Tamatonga and uh, the guy whose name I can't remember oh what's his name Bad Luck Fally Bad Luck Fally <coughs> he's, still, he's
0: still in it to this day. just Tamatonga
1: Tamatonga's still in it yeah
0: um, obviously Gallows and Anderson would still be there if they hadn't jumped ship which yeah. obviously isn't treating them well but back to the point no um, no I mean, they get these sort of like the, the attitude of these guys being against, not the authority, but almost the kind of angle you see with Jinder Mahal, where it's a kind of, they're attacking our prestige and our wrestling. We'll Which see. was the idea, they were always portrayed as these dishonourable heels.
1: Well they certainly should have the WWE titles prestige, I'll tell
0: you that much. I mean, yeah, and, well, not Ginger Mahal, I don't have any, I don't really have any beef for them. But I'm saying that you can see the picture of the Bullet Club essentially being the, the foreigner heels coming together to take control in a place where the homegrown the home home talent is obviously the best. It's
1: a damn invasion!
0: Yeah, it, it is exactly, the, it's the vision, And obviously the Bullet Club tried to do their, their own, well they did a raw invasion, didn't they? And it Speaky. got, was got it? someone sacked, I believe. Oh yeah,
1: Oh, Jimmy well J- recently, yeah. yeah. And it got see, Jimmy Jacobs Jacob sacked. Jacob sacked. You see, they took a photo with him. We'll, t- we'll talk about the Bullet Club a bit more later on when we actually go through the whole thing, but I'm going to kind of round off this section when we talk about the NWO, and kind of ask the... Qu- uh, did the NWO save stables in wrestling? I mean, James, you kind of talked about it earlier on. David, what's your opinion on this one? Did the NWO save stables? if there wasn't NWO, we still get them. Honestly, it's an I interesting subject. NWO were the benchmark for stables today. You know, they sort of broke off in different directions and I think they sort of set, well for lack of a better phrase, the bar for... uh hey. Yep, yeah, Jameson's as they set the bar for what a, a top stable, top stable should behave like. Although it did have, I mean, as with most stables, you know, nothing did last forever. So, and they had their eventual downfall. But um, for what it was worth, I don't think wrestling would be on the map or where it is today without the NWO. See, I would, ag- I would disagree with my own point that if they hadn't come about something else, would have came about and stables would still be fine. But I would agree with the point. That they are the ones who. Someone had to help put wrestling on the map and they did that.
0: Most so, so, successful t-shirt of
1: all time sold isn't it the NWO one? So, yeah. yeah I believe is so. Is that or Austin 216? I'm not sure which, it, but it's one of those two. So I yeah. Think. So there we that. That is the first half of our debate today. We're going to take a couple of minutes to let the voices recharge and talk even more about stables where we will talk about the late 90s, early 90s boom that we saw after DX and NWO and we're also going to talk about the ones we're about now, the likes of the guys in WWE and the UK, but while we take a wee break, I thought we would play a wee thing saying, what happens when some of the best stables you ever, in the world get together? Well, they ain't <laughs> shining, it's coming, it's baby. Nice, I gotta I go course. do this live stream with Chris Danker. and this thing. I, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I so touched. It really, really was. But yeah. okay, like we were talking about earlier, it looks like Sheamus and Cesaro are actually getting on the same page. yeah it's crazy man these two died they're, they're really starting to to gel. Mm. who would have thought I mean gosh like uh, I, I don't know about you guys but I've been feeling kind of just different you know mm. ever since we broke the record and became the longest reigning WWE mm. World Tag Team Champions ah uh, yes uh, brothers I feel a power coursing through my veins. And and, and not just the power of positivity. Oh, no. no. But the power of history. And when it's all said and done, your boys might just go down as the greatest and most elite team of all time. Okay, okay. (laughs) Is that so? nice little run you boys got with the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. But this is what a real championship looks like. Mm -hmm. And if we're talking about greatness, well boys, here it is. That's right. Because we're not like you three nerds. (laughs) We're all about being mean and making green. We've dominated all over the entire world. From the sponsor parties with Shiggy-san in Osaka, Japan. All the way to Ontario, Canada, man. And they've do. done it with the phenomenal one. Yeah. If we're talking about the greatest groups, well, this conversation starts
0: and ends with a club. Yeah. Go it up. Go it up. Throw it up. <laughs> Take
1: it down. What are they looking at? What are they staring at? What?
0: Wait a minute. Did, did I just hear you say you're the greatest team of all time?
1: <laughs> you believe that? Nah. <laughs> We just had that clip from last year's Tribute of the Troops where we had You, Dave, The Shield and The Club All together in the one room Mind blowing Right now, we've just had obviously that wee intro back in You've done well with the theme tunes so far, Could you? do you remember this one? I know it, I can't,
0: I can't say it
1: I can't uh As soon as you say it I'll go like Oh, oh that's what Yeah, it's like I feel like I've heard it but I can't uh was it the Von Ericks? No. No. Go? no no main street policy. Main street. Mean Street Posse, like, thank, no. thank you to our exec producer there Quackaroo for correctly guessing, even though you can see the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah that was the Mean Street Posse, so I thought the, uh, playing the posses from June would bring us into our next subject of this this week's show, which was the late 90s, early 90s boom that we seemed to have a stables round about that time. Now when I was doing my research for the show I found that there was so many actually, stables about, not really big stables like of your NW and your DXs, but big ones that came about after that point in time. So I thought it would be a good chance because we've had a few listeners talk about some of the stables that we've kind of talked about, so I think it would be good to actually go through some of the ones, not even from WWE, from even from WCW as well and see how much you remember of these stables. The only one I Probably NWO. I can't. I really couldn't pick any any other staples from them. Oh that should be fun, That should be fine. Right, let's start with the guys who we just played on. We just played there. The posse. Street posse. Yeah. I think that's definitely heard of them. What was your thoughts on the posse? <laughs> um, I think they probably. I think they were underutilised. You think the posse were underutilised? Yeah. I think I please explain to me why you thought the posse the main street posse were underutilized. I would love to hear that. Oh, well, I think they just could have I think they could have had like an overall bigger impact. Like we don't talk to that we don't talk about them as much as like, you know, some of the bigger staples, but I feel maybe there was potential. Right, okay. Okay, that's fair Can enough. Can I actually refresh my mind who was it the Street Plaza? We had heat Gas, Rodney, and Joey Adams. The th- The Friends. Bunch Jobbers. The fr- <laughs> they were essentially, they were meant to be Shane's friends from Greenwich. They were the ones that came out with the sweater vests. They came out with a, they were pretty much, they were part of the corporation but they were, you were right in saying they were Jobbers. I think they held a good few hardcore titles during the 24-7
0: Who period. didn't know? hardcore <laughs> like, generally he hasn't got one under their belt. Oh,
1: it's sorry. He hump the belt under the belt. No, the main yeah,
0: shirt.
1: The I'm jumping on. I mean, that's too recent. Too <laughs> recent. Too recent. <reason>, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, we didn't touch that thing. I like? know. It, was, it, it, it went about something else. It, 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 it extra. Got speaking line. Line. of job, Speaking of speaking jobbers. That brings that brings me on to my next one. The job squad. The job squad. Al Snow's faction was it not? Indeed, it was. We had excellent Al Snow, the blue mini, Bob Holly, Scorpio. I was too cool, Scorpio. Too close. And. Gilbert. Ah, L- Gilbert! Gilbert! That did... Uh, you were saying about the NWO shirts being the most selling of all time. Mm. The Job Squad had the parody shirts, kind of like the NWO, which were absolutely great. Wode Dog wore it, quite... Dog wore it the role after WrestleMania, the year they were about, before... They, the same before I joined DX. So.
0: I like a comedy
1: stable. I got a lot.
0: There's something so endearing about it that you get all these mis- misfits together and you know, a, a, as an individual, they're weak, but together they form a mighty unit. I mean, not very mighty, <laughs> but at least Al Snow, you know, he won a couple of titles, I
1: think. Oh, well, Hardcore Well, eventually, that's not bad, you know. So, so that sure was Brock hit. Lesnar sandbagged him. Which is mm-hmm. hilarious. Oh, that was so well, bad. Sandbagging is when you don't sell tower. Sorry, sorry. You. I think you sorry, sorry. Bob Holly
0: sandbagged him, and, and then, then Brock Lesnar, Lesnar dumped him on his head. Yeah, Lesnar. By accident, apparently. Me. Uh, I. No, 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 not, 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 not any like shade out there but apparently it was an accident and Boggs Eisner was very apologetic about the whole thing
1: now we talk about you disclaimer you obviously say Job Squad a comedy one and yeah that was great but another comedy one that we talked I talked I, mean, I mentioned it earlier in the show when I was referring to David we have Kai and Tai oh yes yeah, Kai and Tai people don't really remember that Kai and Tai were a stable before it became the point it was just Taka and Funaki
0: I think I only remember them for the line uh, was it choppy you choppy, choppy your PP? pee yeah <laughs> that's uh, the only thing I remember them they uh, got saved by uh, excellent time
1: I think that is the uh, only thing people remember the yeah. Kai and Tai stable well, for. Was ma- it wasn't, Mr. Fiji, wasn't the manager was it? No, it, it was, was, uh, was Yamaguchi sh- Yama sh- Yama Yama or something. Guchi, son. Yama, he's, he's, son. He's, he's not a well known person in reality but... For those who have never heard of I hey, choppy-choppy peepee, uh, there were a few things with Val Wienus Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no Yeah, oh, so there, yeah. A, there were a few in with va- Val Venus who had that, uh, uh, obviously he was the porn star gimmick in the, uh, the late 90's Attitude Era Thanks. And he, he was hmm. essentially sleeping with Yamaguchi's wife So Yamaguchi ever then said he was going to choppy-choppy Val's peepee And there was the infant that scene at the end of Raw they got Valvinus, they tied him up backstage what, and a samurai. <laughs> they literally had a samurai sort. And it's that's how they I'm sure it ended well. It was a black that, yeah, I'm sure that ended well that night.
0: Uh, and I, b- I believe there was a blackout and the explanation was that shrinkage saved them. If anyone doesn't know what shrinkage is, it's when you, you know, you jump in the pool and no, throw it. Means, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean. so I
0: believe that's why uh Valvinus is still cutting them out trying to make porn of people's wives. But I don't know if he's still doing that. But you know, it was his whole gimmick. Does that make him a though? If he's in another guy's wife, yes, yes. Well, well, you'd say that, but remember that Enzo tried to sleep with Lana repeatedly, and
1: somehow Rusev was the heel. Same thing up again, Roman Reigns crashed his, uh, his wedding reception Yeah, but he was the wasn't friend.
0: trying to sleep with Lana, so... Well, well,
1: he insulted his wife, at least. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean, I was going more specific about Enzo Amore. Ruined reception, yet Ruru comes off as the bad guy.
0: So How does that work? Can we say that Enzo Mori is the modern-day Val Venus? Sort of I mean,
1: that's we can't, a, say, I wouldn't we say, can't so. say that. I mean, we can't say that. David talked ever on and on. What's we're about making backstage though? I mean, that's the best dose you can get. David talked ever on about the lack of ever having female stables. We had one at this point in time, and they were called Pretty Mean Sisters. I don't know if you remember them. Oh, uh, refresh me. Yeah, that was that was the team of just Terry of Terry Reynolds, Jacqueline, and the well-known Hall of Fame caliber. Female Ryan
0: Shamrock.
1: Ryan Shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> <Not from laughs> a, <baby>. a man? we <laughs> that's no, a heard from oh woman called Ryan. She was in. Oh, she was um, I, I I missed this bit of wrestling, genuinely. She was Ken Shamrock's on-screen girlfriend. No, on-screen girlfriend. On-screen sister. Right. He was probably yeah. most well remembered for being one of the people abducted by the ministry. Oh, they abducted a lot of people. They did. They did. Oh. The other one around about that time, which I've been told by one of our viewers, as a female stable, was Vince's Devils. Vince's De- oh oh right. that was like mid two thousands I think yeah that was, was that was Candace Michelle Victoria, Victoria. Was from Victoria. Those aren't <laughs> just his backstage girlfriends, that was our yours, <laughs> did they? No, those okay. no, very sort of, I uh, thought maybe Vince was just being literal. No, he was just Vince was getting around that's well, I can say about that, that one. Uh-huh. Going, going back to Comedy Stables as well, we can talk about comedy stables without talking about too Cool. Can I just say as well, um, <laughs> before we do talking sisters Praying Sisters, don't um like acronym that. That, that was the whole oh thing. Ah, yeah, the whole G- yeah, okay. That was the but whole thing about the... Before David went on there, we were there. Too cool. You can't, cool. talk, can't talk about comedy stables with it too. Cool. too cool. How, but they were a comedy stable. I mean, the whole thing was them dancing with Rik- Rik- Rikishi joining and them dancing together. No, but it was great. I mean, Rikishi, well, the well, there's there's nothing.
0: The, sorry, just to it. There's nothing funny about watching Rikishi dance. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I disagree that it was a comedy stable. But obviously, in a series, no, they absolutely were. Like Bra- they were Grandmaster nice. sexy
1: and Scotty too hoty. Scotty
0: too Haughty. Excellent. His, uh, I believe, his son did the worm at an NXT show recently. Yes, yes, yeah, that's his cool. sh-
1: street profits. Mhm. So exactly. We
0: had a another other- comedy stable. Sorry, <laughs> well, two- tag man, but whatever, tag team. Yeah, let's well, what- tag
1: team. Oh. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move away from the WWE comedy stables here. Let's go into a, a, a bit more a more serious stable. Right to censor. Ooh. Do you remember right to say se- oh right yeah, Is that Stephen Richards? They were well known for having the very, very annoying entrance music, which I will bring up. That was Stephen Richards' one, round about the time where everything was getting censored. Here's the theme music. Listen to that for two hours, Was absolutely does so that just
0: right? make you want to stand up in your seat and cheer?
1: What <laughs> heels sta- stable? That's the point as well. Should
0: should annoying entrance music be part of a Heel stable? Well, when you
1: hear it, it makes you want to boo. Yes. Well, the thing the thing about it is because they were obviously they just went on sent This was the point the point the attitude there was at its peak, and they were sensing all the things. It was the nudity, all that type of thing that was going on. So it was Stephen Richards that led it, and he took on some very interesting stable mates. He had Bill Buchanan. He was a yeah. bodyguard with the boss man. Val V has joined it. it he, he got around. It's not Ivory was on it. It was Ivory, right, right. And they also had the Godfather. Charles also not w- 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 as he became the Goodfather. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was changed as <laughs> this one. Oh. But they were a very... You just wanted to see them beat up, get beat up. And they eventually did at WrestleMania 17, where the acolytes pretty much took them to pieces. Yeah. In a very short squash match. But they were a very serious stable. Talking about serious stables, but good wrestlers, we talked about them briefly last week. The Radicals. Radicals, yeah. Benoit, Malenko, mm-hmm. Guerrero. And Perry, Saturn. and Perry Saturn. Let's not forget Perry Saturn. Ah, yes. uh, it's really sad to think of how that's gone in Aye. the uh, present day. No, but they were a, they were great as a part. It kind of came across kind of like the opposite to the NWO, where the guys were invading WWE, kind of not heroic yeah. invasion. They were in the crowd. They were, they were on WCW TV the week before, and they were in the front row. So about to kick ass. They were a great stable for the, they, were sh- they were a short-lived stable as well though to be fair. Mm. So I really think they should have lasted a bit longer. So they were kind of one of that one. We'll go to another one, um, maybe a bit less known as well. People may not remember them the same. X Factor. Uh, Before it became a TV show. No, I don't remember X Factor. But this was the great stable, no, led by X Pack from Renoff. And to his left was just incredible. To his right was nxt head coach albert as he was known then mm-hmm. it's not surprising i don't remember him because like i don't remember a lot of x Pac. i think mm-hmm. i just see him and like
0: my mind goes blank yeah. but uh, i, I don't remember anything i don't have any X-Pac. comments i don't have any comments on x-factor at all i think it's I think, the, I think the fact that i don't have anything to comment on them shows how little impact they had
1: but that was so, that was some of the ones in wwe around about that time mm-hmm. we also had Obviously WCW was about at that point in time, and they had some very weird stables, I don't know if you know it. it good one to see if any of you remember these ones. The first one I talked about was the Flock. Uh, Raven's? Raven's, Ravens? Ravens? Ravens Flock, yeah. there we go. David looks so awful Shit. it's unreal. Yeah. Uh, that was Raven's stable, it was kind of like, it felt kind of like that. You know Raven as a character. Yeah, I like, you know, Raven, yeah. yeah. And essentially a bunch of other characters like him. It was, it was weird. It, it was, it was, it was, was kind of like... Wyatt. Wyatt British. It, was, it was Wyatt Farmer before the Wyatt Farmer, but <laughs> not quite the same level of the Wyatt Farmer. But it had some, in, they had some characters as well. They had Cactus Canyon was in that, I mean, Who's Tickman better was
0: in than John. Canyon? <laughs> Everyone.
1: <laughs> yes, it, we also had, um, Kidman was in that before he became Billy Kidman, which uh, was uh, uh, a as well was in that, That's you know. Alright, yeah, he, he was, exactly. he was, he also had relations with a mop. Well, stables, let's talk about sp- that. stables at that point in time were
0: just like key parties in the 80s, like everyone was just like with everyone, you know. Speaking you me weren't in a stable, you weren't cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of you that, the stable's cool again. Speaking of parties, the next one I'll talk about. Freakout. Freak out? Freak out. <laughs> Did do, do, do you remember no, nobody yeah. remembers freak out? Freak freakant. Freakant. No, freak freak count. Count. Oh, freak out. I'm not really saying freak out. No, freak no, out were kind of like a uh pop. And they just danced about. They danced to pop in the pop. They that that sang their own friendship. They were cheesy pop girls, were weren't they? Do you know who was in that stable? So some so of the names would be great to you. Oh, no, I, I the do f- remember there was like a... some... Uh, well, I don't remember names, but I know exactly what it is. What is The first one was Evan Courageous, you'll never help him. Yeah. him. Yeah. He didn't do anything. The second one, Shannon Moore. Sha- oh, oh, right. Shannon, Shannon Moore. And the final member, Sugar Shane Helms, otherwise known as The Hurricane. Wow. What a stable that was. They also managed to recruit... Hank Abbott Huh <laughs> He was an M- David you know this one? He was the M- He was the guy who played the M- M-A fighter in Friends But B- the John Fazzle no, oh. the, no, but no, no, no! For the guy that beat up John Favreau's character—that oh, Yeah. That was Tan Garbett. Ah, <laughs> uh, he was briefly in WCW towards the end. No, yeah. I don't think John Favreau
0: was ever a wrestler, but you, know, you never know. He's got the build for it. Ah, mm. uh, who was who it? Held the the gold belt again? Was it David Arquette? Okay. Oh, that takes me back. Oh no! That's back, friends back, days as back, well. Bad friends days. Delete delete, 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 delete. Why are you friends in wrestling? Why are they so connected? I don't get it.
1: No idea. No idea. No, no idea. Upsetting. I mean, some, another one here I've got on my list. To kind of been related about to other things. Team Canada. Team Oh, Canada. was that Landstar? Landstar? Uh, no, is that not the French Connection? Whatever they called. No, that was La Resistance. Who? Resistance. Oh, right, Okay, La Resistance.
0: I thought that. Yeah, because I remember the. Uh, I remember the French team. I don't remember the Canadian one. What were they Te- called?
1: Team Canada. They were literally called Team, team Canada. Canada. What did they? We, we, we were right the first time. Land it was Storm. Land, It was oh, land land Storm. Storm. It was Landstar. It was Landstar. Uh, it, land Stor- it was a lot of Canadians in the WCW version. It was a lot of American guys coming in. Uh-huh. And working on that one, but you had guys like Jim Duggan within it, Mike Austin awesome in it, you like Skipper within it, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. They also, beca- we, we kind of got a team type of Canada feel, and eventually in TNA, and then you got kind of one in, in WWE. The Art Foundation? Had, no, we're not talking about that. We had the Un-Americans. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like. Christian Landstorm, Landstorm Test. Yeah. It was essentially the Cana- it was essentially a team Canada of they had one with in it. So it was just an extra body and that. was butt- I But, love but playing, you know. Team well, Canada. I Americans right. obviously Regal's British, but you know, yeah, of course, you could you can call that Team Canada when Regal's a part of it. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we also kind of had round about the early two thousand, WCW was going through that kind of two phase of wrestlers type thing. So we had uh, the Millionaires Club. The U and the U blood. Ted, who's in the U blood? Ted DiBiase, IRS. No. They RRS RRS. Tent, B- B- no, no oh, they were, they were Money
0: Inc. No, Sorry.
1: Who was in the Millionaires club? The Millionaires club, essentially when they were in the middle of two thousand, WCW, she thought they were gonna try and revamp. So they had Two separate kind. of, It was kind of split in half. The U Blood, which was a kind of like all the younger guys coming through, which was led by Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff. Right. The Years Club was all the kind of older guys who were there. Uh, so uh, it was Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, DDP, Sting, Sid Vicious, like so. No, how
0: do I not know about this? So <laughs> that was a star
1: That was a very bleak time in WCW. This was in two thousand, the uh, uh, year before they went bust. This, like,
0: this, this, this is the dark times.
1: This was. They didn't really last long. No. It wasn't really a long-term stable. So that's kind. This was when
0: their hairs falling out, and the kids are asking them to change the will. Kind of stables, like that's the that's <laughs> that period of WCW. Yeah, about. pretty much. Right.
1: But you think about these type of stables. There's a lot of ones in WCW as well, which you've we never heard of. You know, I've i, I, I one one through one. a bunch of ones here, and you've never actually heard of them. That's and the issue with stables, isn't it? Because
0: either they were really amazing, or they bunched together for a couple of weeks and died. Because that, that was that was
1: what happened with a lot of stables. I mean, obviously, you said WCW died, and then we got TNA. Mm. Hey, we're going to look for some of the ones in TNA. Mm. You think you'll we'll do any better with TNA than WCW? Oh, probably, Absolutely yes. not. Oh, I'll, I'll be fine with this. I'll start with the I'll start with the Free Life Crew. The what? The Free Life Crew. The three? No. Oh jeez. Never heard of the Free. Really, the really big one that I know of. I the Free Life Crew know. were kind of like they were like meant to be like a rap hip hop type band thing kind of idea. That truth Richard part of that? As, um, some some study names in the Free Life Crew. R-Truth, or the known m one Kylns, Conan, Conan, and... Barbarian? No, Conan. Conan. And B and B G G James, otherwise known as the Road Dog. Oh, wow. They eventually became the four four live crew at one point before they broke up, which included... Kip James, known as Billy Gunn. Uh. The Ass Man. The Ass Man. Yeah. Yeah. They were very early TNA. Oh damn. So
0: 2006 to... TNA. It's
1: very hard if you kind of remember that one. I mean, the top there well about Team Canada. We had the Team Canada incarnation in TNA. Did we? We did. Oh yeah. Some awesome names in this one as well. You'll know some of them. I'll start with the most obvious one, Petey Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think you would have known that one. No, uh I'm drawing, uh I'm drawing, I'm drawing blanks here. It's the it's two most well known ones from Team Canada and TNA was Bobby Woods oh, course, course, yeah. and Eric Young. And Eric Young, yep. Yeah. yeah. That was how that was the breakthrough as part of Team Canada. Mm. It's amazing. Is that
0: Eric Young? Got big really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting, interesting I've, I've always seen him a, before he was part of um, what you call it, Sanity, Sanity, also an amazing stable. Yeah. Uh, before he was talking of Sanity later on. Of course, yeah. you know. Uh, b- before we talk about like any of that, like Eric Young, I always thought he was a uh, had that
1: sort of like psycho debut kind of character. I didn't know he actually did the Team Canada thing at all. That's really interesting. No, he did that one as well, which wow. was, which was really good, really good as well. If uh, we're really talking very early TNA as well, uh, Triple X. He's familiar with Triple X. Is that Triple H's grandson? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also a film, a really bad film. Yeah. Triple X took a great deal of, of using the Freebird though. They yeah. used the Freebird, they were a trio. It was Christopher Daniels. Okay. we was like Skipper, who I kind of talked about earlier on. and people don't know as much about Loki. Oh, right. Were they all X Division competitors? No, is Loki still doing the Hitman gimmick now? Loki kind of goes between gimmicks. He comes back, goes away, comes back, goes away, comes back, goes away. Better now gimmicks in WWE but That one, one he had was, was absolutely terrible. Oh, see, seemed he won NXT that year. I think uh, Michael Cole just absolutely blew the, the roof off of Kayfabe and him. Like, saying, oh, he's just popping because of internet <laughs> But that was the thing. With, that was the thing. They were more like a tag team, but it was a trio. So this, they even just had tag matches and the free burn rule and kind of walked that way. Which kind of worked really well with Triple X. They were a great tag team. They had feuds with America's Most Wanted. They mm-hmm. yeah. Chris Harris and James Storm. Yeah. So they f- tore the roof off it. Triple X contain I don't know if you've ever seen the clip of Elias Skipper where he kind of bounces on the triple on the sixth side of the cage oh. and he does the Hurricane Runner. Right. Yeah. I Remember. That was Triple X. Wow. So that's the type of things you get with that. So that was a. They were a great stable early doors. Uh, we talked that you talked about Jeff Jarrett's whole of a TNA. <laughs> he had his own stable. He was that was Planet Jarrett.
0: Oh, Jeff Jarrett. Uh,
1: that was him, pretty much having that. Not a lot I can say about him except. Oh,
0: but surely
1: there's got to be one massive stable we haven't mentioned that were in, in TNA and it lasted mm, for years. Not TNA originals. No, it was uh, not TNA originals. It was. The aces and
0: eights. Aces and eights, of course.
1: Aces and eights are on my list, so that was a beat me to the prep there, So we'll talk about aces and eights ace next. Ace and, aces and eights lasted a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. again,
0: <laughs> one of those ones went on a bit too long, got a bit bloated by the end. Still great though. Still great.
1: So I'm not too sure about Ace's and Ace. I was going to talk about Aces and Ace because it's a kind of bit of a topic for some people. A lot of people thought they were great. A lot of people thought they were rubbish. I thought they were rubbish. I thought they were great, but then became rubbish. Yeah. Same like, kind of. I thought the whole the whole thing about bully, uh, the whole thing about bully Ray becoming the leader was you quite stupidly done. he always was the leader. Yeah, but it was that just was they it. just did it really. I didn't think. It, I think
0: the executed it poorly, but I like the idea behind
1: it. Or were well, we just too two smart fans for our own good.
0: No, I, I'm, I'm fully willing to buy into kayfabe to accept a storyline. I would just say that it's a very common trope amongst TV and film. Unless I remember wrestling at its heart is a drama.
1: It's a soap opera.
0: Well, yeah. But, you know, as a series, as a comedy, it's much more than that. But when it comes to the drama bits, it's a very common trope to have someone be revealed as the leader of something even though there's nothing that would indicate them being that as that time. It seemed like something that was shoehorned in, and it's very possible it was. Well, brings up the angle of the higher power. Yeah, who was the higher power oh, Ministry? Yeah.
1: How did we forget to talk about the higher yeah. power when we talked about the Ministry mm-hmm. all along? Terrible, terrible—the worst reveal I've ever seen. you get that? Yeah. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. That's the most memorable yeah. thing about that whole higher power thing. It's the because it was so in. bad. I mean, it was—it's great
0: when you talk about it now, but the you payoff talk about it is bad so it bad.
1: See, we could talk about that one all day, but we'll, we'll go through a couple of other these TNA ones before we move on as East well. And eight, yeah, we talked about Aces and Eights there. Another one who can devise opinion was the Immortal Stable. Uh, immortal I wasn't a huge fan of. I think it was just I like thought that. it was very bad. But the the issue they had is they as a huge stable Jeff Hardy right at that point in time was even if it was mega popular yeah. as the the guy. The heel champion. The heel yeah. champion terrible decision and obviously a few months later he had that issue with that match of Victory Road with Sting when he was absolutely high out his face. Yep, that, that, match, that match only lasted 90 seconds as well. I mean, s- some of the names in that stable were, were good as well, it just didn't work. He had obviously Jeff Hardy, best is in a lot of these ones by the way, Matt Hardy was in it at one point, mm-hmm. Flair was in it, Bully Ray was in it towards the end. Well, your money not in it as well? No, they were in Fortune. Right. They were affiliated with Fortune and they fuelled with Fortune. So that's the kind of thing you get with that. Uh, Talking about these uh, big names, they also had the main event mafia. Oh yeah, how how could I forget main event mafia? That was just uh, some was of the names on team. S- some of the names on that were stellar. You had Sting, Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, Booker Book T, 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 Scott Steiner. I Personally,
0: don't rate Kevin Nash very highly. Yeah, but it was time. a very it was a very it a big name. It was a big name. You, you can know. say that. So that as was a result, kid. you know. You, Steiner as
1: well. That's how they got recently. the legend, the TNA Legends Championship involved yeah. as well. Booker T brought it in. Nope. We also, the thing about, we talked about again about female stables, probably the best female stable in recent memory was in TNA, do you know what I'm talking about? No, well I think I know but the name escapes me. The Beautiful People. Beautiful People, that was it. That yeah, was uh, I, liked, I liked the beautiful people. They were very nice. They were very nice. <laughs> they were nice. They were very nice. So were so nice like, young ladies. They were very nice, and yeah, they were great. Great stable. So if you listen to this, you kind of think. You, you, if you join at this point, you'd be like, Dave is just being Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we had the beautiful people as well. Some other ones i quite. got one of the best stables in the TNA's history was LAX. Latino American expect Hey, hey, hey yeah. yeah. They're still about. They've been back again. Oh, they come back? Yeah, and what the Cumb Skin combination. So they have them, the British Invasion as well. British Invasion, Magnus and... Magnus, Rob Terry and Doug Williams. Yeah. By the way, can't wait to
0: see the British Invasion come back, which is almost definitely going to do. It's <laughs> Not in that name, but you'd have to be foolish to think that there's not going to be a British stable in WWE. Alright,
1: taking our immediate swerve turns we're on the uh, sort of British angle here. Why don't we talk about something that's happened a bit more recently, uh, featuring Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. I'm talking about British yeah. Strong Style, of course. British Strong Style? Wait, right, I was going to come to them later, but I'll put them on, because <laughs> Dave has again stolen my life <laughs> <laughs> all the time. British Strong Style. You talk about this thing with Trent Seven on Twitter. Hey, we talked about this thing that Train Seven came up with and Called out the shield.
0: Essentially.
1: Oh, but, called yeah. out the shield. I love how Dave says this thing about British strong. the one thing everybody's known about British strong, is when I like, mm. yeah, essentially, <laughs> um, about,
0: about about a few months ago, I remember uh, in fact about seven months ago, I remember standing at home talking to uh, my flatmate Kyle and saying. There's no way the Shield aren't going to reform. It's going to be because they can't win matches and they're getting they're getting screwed over and then they'll come together in the locker room and they're going to do whatever, bump fists or whatever. And they, they did. And then I said, wouldn't it be great if they fuded a British Strong Style? As they should do. And to be honest, I would not be wrong to say that when they come and do their house shows uh, this year, I think they always come in November, doesn't yeah. I would guarantee, I put money on it, it's uh, so going out live. I put my money on it to say that they're definitely going to feed with them. They're going to have a well, are going to have a match at live, a live match at least, a dark to match or whatever. The, the, yeah, just to treat the UK crowd.
1: Unbelievable. Special, yes. Yeah, I think it'll be 100%. good. I think it'll be good. to see that. I think it would be top class. Exactly. But yeah, uh, before I go on, to, before we start talking about the current stables, the one one I f- I was meant to talk about earlier on, but didn't get the chance because I had them in my notes later on. Uh, Nexus. Oh, oh the, the Nexus. Nexus. So much <laughs> Again, so yeah. much potential and just payoff. flushed away because of that John Cena uh, wins lol. Cena wins. You no, know, he's lol. not a win. Exactly but no, I is. think I think
0: the Nexus again another one that went on too long. You had the core, you had so many. Yeah, the, the Nexus we wouldn't have the core either. <sighs> Core wasn't great in my opinion. I think it was just. To I think say it held people back who already would have been succeeding
1: if they hadn't been lumble- uh, lumbered into a stable. If you hadn't, if they hadn't screwed up the Nexus angle, we probably wouldn't have had the core. Well, how long would the Nexus have went on for? They went on for. If, if they hadn't screwed, had screwed up that angle, That's what I thought think it about. could have lasted at least a year and a half. But yeah, how it would have got the. Barrett probably would have become world champion
0: and then he would have disbanded them or been turned on or turned on. Or he then.
1: becomes like a crazy power hungry tyrant and I think it would have Hitler broken up fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Right, so... Uh, the Nexus was kind of like, he had a good mix match of characters as well, I mean was Seven too many? Or was Seven just the right... The right I thought one? Seven worked well. It should have been eight, but obviously it was Bryan. Daniel, Daniel
0: Bryan <laughs> got, if anyone doesn't know, Daniel Bryan got suspended or not fire, 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 fire. fired. Yeah, fired for choking someone with their own tie, which was seen to be not PG.
1: Ah. Uh,
0: therefore, the the network who were showing WWE said, "Got to fire that guy," and they did,
1: of course. <laughs> so we've talked about them. Let's go full circle. We started off with the Shield. Now, but they're back. Current. Let's talk about the current stables. That's about which is where I would have talked about British Strong Style, David. So uh,
0: <laughs> um, British Strong Style. Are fantastic. It's great to see a stable existing across so many different brands. They unofficially exist within WWE as they've.
1: the UK division. Yeah,
0: we've seen them sort of team up, but also feed with each other in different promotions. In progress, they're together. They recently yeah. lost the tag team championships, I believe. Progress. Yes, people beat, recently. beat Tyler
1: Bates to the UK championship. Yeah, before yep,
0: that. Trent Seven lost the ICW Championship recently, but yes. you know the, they've also all been in ICW matches as well. Mm, yeah, uh, they're across many different promotions, and it's great to see this team work so well together. And it's going to be such a shame when WWE don't get it right.
1: No. which WWE they won't. WWE never gets it right. they're, well, they're too biased towards their own. Thing. Well, no, 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 no. Ah, You're wrong with that one. And the I'm one just I'm just saying th-
0: they don't understand why they're good.
1: Yeah. The one, you're, you're kind of wrong, they don't always get it wrong, and the next examples I'm going to give here is The New Day. Okay. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's talk about The New Day. Yeah. The New Day started off, I actually remember the first time all three of those guys came together. I think it was Kofi and Big E were in a, a tag team match, they lost, then Woods comes out and says, he comes in like a quite sharp suit with the shades on indoors and stuff. It was a preacher, I believe. Yeah, it, well, I don't think he was a preacher, I think he was more like... So um, the, the, he, he was the, dressed like a mafia boss. He was like, "No, it was, it was a southern preacher, God angle." He's like, "What are we supposed to do? Like, we're going nowhere here. Let's join forces and really show what we're made of. And then next time they show up, they come out dancing, clapping, and yeah, like a gospel choir. Clapping. That was like the whole. Choir, that was it? what it was about. And it was, but, but it was terrible at that point. And then they turned blue. They listened to the, f- they the, the, they were getting booed, They turned teal. And look what's happened two years later." They are most over tag team in years. Longest yep. yep.
0: rating tag team championship all time.
1: W- no, w- the longest w-
0: reigning WWE World Tag Team Champions. I mean, I'm not a marks. I didn't say that, but yeah. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I meant. In fairness, he's right. Like something about the New Day and their. Their power of positivity. positivity. No, no, some, something about them uh, spells greatness and prints money, as you can see. throughout their merch, yeah. But there's something about those guys that you can see whoever they're feeding with, doesn't matter if the other people look bad, which is obviously the goal. You want to make you both look good. But the New Day always look great.
1: And it's phenomenal how they do that. Because I think they really turned them into a really good sort of... uh they, Yeah, it's sort of... They sort of embraced the the booze they were getting at first, and I think with their comedic antics as well. That's kind of what made them turn face, because not only did they became they started off as annoying, but then they sort of slowly and gradually became entertaining. I mean, we can talk about the New Day all day. Though. Yeah, let's move away slightly back to the kind of boyhood of WWE do thing. There was a stable they started off doing well, mucked up and continuously mucked up, but they were great at the peak. The peak the Wyatt family, the Wyatt, Wyatt uh, family on the on the nose. Yeah. I mean, what can what can
0: you say about the Wyatt family? They've they've taken so they've had so many great feuds. Uh, the biggest, one of the biggest chants of all time, was with the Daniel Bryan feud with the Wyatts, so where he finally turned against them. Oh, that's uh, okay, that's great awesome. match against John Cena! I personally think it's a great match. Don't know if anyone agrees with that.
1: I think one of their best great matches, match
0: against the Shield.
1: Yep, the, well, I think one of their best matches actually was two out of three falls. Harper and Rowan were going against the Usos. The Usos as
0: well. Uh, they've had a feud with the New Day.
1: They faced the New Day. Yeah. Yeah, and then Wood obviously
0: even even better. They managed to make Randy Orton not boring <laughs> for maybe the first couple of years of that man's career. Uh, yeah. In the last, let's be honest, Orton was fantastic. Evolution, all that. Uh, was it unhinged Orton when he was like, like punt kicking people everywhere? Yeah, but your- they managed to make him interesting again, and then WWE screwed it up by again. having again, again, and now obviously Luke Harper uh, and. Eric there. They're, they're the
1: bludgeon brothers. Carrying hammers around. So and the meanwhile. Wyatt family are officially no more. And bring Wyatt's a cross dresser now. Let's, look, let's let's not talk about Sister Arigale. I, I, I love Sister let, If we're going to talk about the y- the the y- middle, let's briefly talk about the match they had with the Shield Elimination Chamber. That As a stable, stable versus stable match, was is a many, many, many better Was That, was that just wasn't, just wasn't the Shield's first loss, was no, it? it? No, it wasn't. Because no, it, wasn't, wasn't it. The, it wasn't just stable versus stable, it was heel stable versus heel stable. The Shield They were both heels at the time. That's tight. The, 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 the Shield that were turning. They yeah. were healed, they were, they were turning. Term, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turning. yeah. So, but as a match, it's a many better stable versus stable matches you've seen. Absolutely not. I mean, not in recent memory.
0: Evolution versus Shield, pretty good.
1: That was pretty good, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, that's fair enough. That's, that's a good. A, Re- WrestleMania 27 missed a big opportunity as well. Oh, whoa,
0: sorry, not to be mad, but TLC 2015, I believe, uh, <laughs> Team ECW versus the Wyatt's. Was oh, quite wow. good actually. I actually nice. really enjoyed that.
1: That was quite funny. I quite I loved, liked that. Tommy right.
0: Dreamer's in there. He's banging people. has got a cheese grater. Put it to Luke Harper's um, undercarriage, I think. Happened at point. Was pretty good. But you know, uh, obviously. Uh, shield versus Wires What match.
1: Yeah, uh, that uh, that's probably one of my favourite shield matches ever. Let's move let's move on away away from member wires. Let's talk about the guys in NXT, we talked about them earlier on. Sanity.
0: Sanity. I like sanity. Do they
1: have do they have the potential?
0: Can't yes. find a team that are more incredibly over next time the new day. Eric Young over, Killian Dane over, Cross, over. over, Sebastian Wolf.
1: Alexander Will. Alexander Will, sorry. Uh, over, Wolf's the most over, over, over guy on the stable. Over? We, yeah. yeah right, he over. doesn't have
0: his own theme music yet.
1: The least over guy in the full stable is Eric Young, which is quite which is <gasps> interesting. He's supposed to be the de facto leader of it. I
0: think I think it's because he represents Sanity. He doesn't really need to get the extra cheers. And the, that's why his music is the
1: Staples music. And half of them are basically ICW folk as well, because you've got Killian Dane, who's Big Demo, and Nikki Cross, who's formerly Nikki Star. Who are also married, I believe. I not know. No, I don't think no, so. so. I don't what? Think what? Think what? So. Engaged, yes. sorry, engaged
0: to be married. Well, isn't that nice? But yeah, you know, they're close. They're there, they're getting there. But you know, uh, what, a,
1: what a stable... And also,
0: they're having that big feud with uh, the... Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era, which are the, you know, obviously the Ring Up Honor guys. Yeah,
1: yeah if, if, if Josh was... If Josh was here, Josh, Josh he? would be raving right, and absolutely... Right, yeah. So that's um, Adam Cole, Ke- uh, Kyler Riley and Bobby Fish. What Adam Cole, baby. Baby.
0: baby. Yeah. No, well, essentially, it's great because this angle's involving... Uh, oh, what's his name? I only know his name in the uh, ICW. Drew. Drew Galloway, sorry. Yeah, I was always him Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, but it's Drew, it Drew Galloway. Uh, Drew McIntyre is involved in this as well because he came out to attack... Um, he came out to get the Endless Weekend he got Robert Straw instead. Roderick Strong, is he, is he joining the industry here or not? No, he's not, he's, he's not. He, I thought he teamed with them in a match, did he not? No, it was no, teased and it didn't happen. teaming with Authors
1: of Pain. Oh, that's, how does that work? Sorry, how does that work? Uh, they're setting up for war games coming back. Are they
0: technically a stable with James Ellering being with them? You mean Paul Ellering? Paul,
1: Irving. Paul Irving. Well, what you, you were thinking James I think that James Ellersworth. <laughs> Paul Elling being with them. Not are they technically a stable or are they just a tag team? was appear more a tag team. Yeah, 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 yeah I would say it. so. I Mean Paul Owens got imagine, was imagining doing. Of, of course. So. As okay. Well, obviously, I would like to talk a bit more about them, but we'll, we'll talk about them briefly as well. We we'll talked about Bullet Club earlier on. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Do you think they're good? Yeah. You, you yeah. obviously yeah. said they're, too, they're getting too big, but look at the name. The, the, the core of them, Omega, the Bucks, look, look, look Scuttle. Look at what
0: they yeah. look at what they've produced. Well, not Cody.
1: Corey's entirely overrated, but that's. Somebody shares my opinion. I think. Story he's for another day. For another day, yeah.
0: Highly pushed, but he is overrated. He's great, but he's not what he's made out to be. Anyway, uh, look at—you can't say the Bullet Club aren't great when you think about who's been in it. Uh, Prince Devitt, otherwise known as Finn Balor, AJ and Styles, uh, Luke Gallows, Carl Machine Gun Anderson. You've got Kenny Omega. You've got the Young Bucks. You've got um, Tamatonga. And who's in it now as well, I uh, think there's a third person that I'm missing out from that, someone who's really big, uh, it's Fally?
1: Fally, I think I'm playing with Fally. Yeah, there. i think playing
0: Fally as well. So look at all these guys that you've got coming out, and, and also, Bula Club had the thing where they've had some of the Japanese wrestlers join them as well, only a couple, like a crossover kind of thing. Yeah. But that's a very successful table, they've, they've got some of the best names.
1: It's been an in, independent business. It, it is a great stable now. We'll briefly also now talk about what's happened. There are some great stables as we talked about earlier on. On this side of the ball bo- in the UK. We talked about a very uh, uh, like. strong style. We're all Scottish in the ICW. ICW's produced some great stables over the years. The Black Label. Well I was thinking of the NA. Generation. I was thinking Legion. of the NAK. The New, the New, New League, Age yes. Generation. Legion. Yeah, they're currently got a couple of ones up and coming, they've got Bad Company in the Fight Network as well. Mm-hmm. So hmm New Age Click? Yeah, there was... Uh... The New Age Click, I think, if you think about stables in ICW, yep. New Age Click's kind of one that kind of comes to mind. Polo
0: Promotions
1: aren't a stable... No, they were, oh. a, they were briefly a stable. Well,
0: they're, they're not really. Stables. When you think about it, you just think of Jackie Polo and Mark Goffey.
1: They, I were, do anyway. they were briefly a stable when they had DCT and Coast Trip, uh-huh. you know, so they were kind of a stable in that type of one. Um, I said well, they're not really. Not that they weren't. But but they're not really. You mentioned some great ones, and obviously Legion is. A, I think Legion was when it, when it was at its peak. When it was at its peak, so it was Dante. Mikey, Mikey Whitlash. and Tommy End. I couldn't yeah. remember to, uh, Ale- Alistair Alistair Black the Black. his name as so couldn't remember his name. But yeah, that was a great stable as well. So there has been some great stables in this segment. That's kinda one that people are saying is good and are not the best promotion. I mean David did you, you watch WCPW I mean not many, yeah. not many not many people do. Yeah, the, prestige, the prestige, yeah. yeah, prestige uh, 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 is Joe Henry's in it. Right, okay. Right. okay. The prestigious is Joe Henry BT Gun, BT Gun. BT Gun. Joe Coffey and CW, Travis, Travis Banks for this uh, touch with Sad to see any
0: wrestling promotion go badly, but WCBW I have not heard much of since its initial run. It's getting rebranded to to something else now. Defiant Wrestling. Defiant Wrestling. And you'll never guess who the general manager is. Eric Bischoff or something. No, it's Wade Barrett. Oh no, I have heard this. Well, I mean, uh, Wade Barrett released a statement recently saying that he expects to be back in wrestling within the next year. You think he'll be a part of Defiant Wrestling? well, I think he'll be a part of a stable within it. He'll be a heel manager, or, yeah. or whatever. He'll be the heel guy, you know.
1: Yeah. But they're doing great. They're, they're a good, uh, pretty stable position WCPW is getting redefined because a lot of their big sort of management talent. They've all left. Yeah. yeah. But we're not talking about WCW. No, 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 no. they've, they've got their own thing. You mentioned the real filthy generation. They're, yeah. they're, they've obviously expanded now with... Quite interesting. There was something in and asking yeah. Faith. Because I remember going to...
0: As someone who's been to ICW shows irregularly, really, it was interesting going to Fear and Loathing last year and seeing their music and seeing them come out as an actual like team and then going to events after that. And it's really made... Stevie Boy. Stevie Boy, right? Mm -hmm. It's really made him into actually quite a a good leader character as someone who's definitely coming forward as a strong Imposing kind of like guy.
1: Well, there was always. Might a, be a coward. When he was in the N.E.K., it was kind of, it was kind of, like, it was a bit more in the background because he obviously had yeah. the Red through BT, and yeah. Wolf gang. So he was kind of like the fourth man. But he's really well come into his own with, with the uh, the 50 generation. Executive he's producer not, he's, Mr. He's, he's maybe, man has to chime in, here, Colby? No. Well, well, all I've done is I've turned on microphone number one. That's my microphone, just so that I can chime in whatever I want. So <laughs> I can <continue. I> mean, you <laughs> I thought you were planning to chiming oh, in. No, 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 they're never no, no. no. bigger stable because he got
0: joined with the. Kings of Catch, right? Well, Kings of K- Faith and Lewis. Yeah, Kings the of Catch. So they're really building themselves as a proper stable. Which is yes. interesting.
1: Well, Kings of Catch, going to be a bit brief on topic, they've been announced to fight uh, the Kinky Party. Oh,
0: Shaft Samuels mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Jester.
1: Yeah, and Fear and Logan. Yeah, they're an old
0: couple, that
1: Okay. <laughs> they, that's I'm a good. point, no. though. I quite <laughs> like
0: the
1: idea. But they—they're really good. They're behind the scenes. are really good pals. Oh, so yes. it, oh, I kind of okay. okay. it, it really does work. And yes. I do like the whole thing of. That's why I, I don't do. want to really be part of it, but I'll just drag my heels. That's over why I that's, over why and why it. it's I'm funny. that's why I never liked them having Gradle and Shaft feud in every promotion because everybody knows the pals. I mean, Matt yeah. Dallas was the only one that clocked. But let's put these two together. That's what You've seen Kevin Owens and Sammy fear all the time, you know they're pals backstage but you see them fight all the time. Are not afraid no more? Yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah yeah the brothers are back. Yeah, 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 we, yeah we love Sammy. I'm actually kind of behind it, I'm behind it. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, yeah, I think it's great. So, alright. rejuvenation you needed. Alright guys, last five minutes of the show, I'm going to ask the question but we've five minutes to talk about mm-hmm. it. Best of all time, stable. We'll start with James. Okay. You were just looking at me, that was all. Good question. Stable that I have enjoyed the most
0: watching, and this is, I've watched a lot of old wrestling. In terms of watching everything matches and all that, for me it's actually
1: the Wyatt family. Interesting, okay. Interesting. Yep. Yes, interesting. I think they
0: have a transformative power towards anyone they're feeding with, and they have a very powerful uh, gimmick and like mode of operation behind them, where they can turn people, turn themselves, change stories, change tracks. You shove them in, that's working.
1: Mm. Uh, Dave, who are you going with? Well. Can it be from any era? Because I've got a couple from. I've got two that I can mention. One from sort of the past, and one. From Go for that. Go for um, that, bro. From the past, if we we're sort of thinking nineties, two thousands, I'd say DX. But yeah, well, DX isn't. Nah, like, DS is a. Yeah, if we're something more modern, more recent, probably the new day. Like every time you hear Biggie on the microphone and the the music plays. <laughs> I just get straight into it. I, I really thought you were going to say BWO. No. Really is this the new that
0: includes Sunny Boy or is he a... Sunny Boy? Ah, uh, it was a whole thing they did. It was great. No, I'm a member of the crowd to join the new day. What's
1: your, your favourite trombone?
0: <laughs> Agnes. Francesca too. No, Agnes. Francesca too.
1: Agnes wasn't... Daniel really was the bagpipes, or something? <laughs> was bagpipes. was, bag she was
0: Even worse, Rob Glasgow. <laughs> even worse.
1: So you, so you say the new day? I'm saying the new day. Mm-hmm. Because okay. Because they're consistently entertaining, and their ring work is pretty, pretty consistent. And also, most just recently had one of the best feud, best tag team feuds ever with the Usos. I think they just they nailed it. And I hated them before, but i gro- I grew to like them, like everyone else. I like the oh. DX. Just because of the timing they went about. Oh no, I, I agree with you. I I, 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 uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, love the show though. I was, see the, see the day that balls turned on them. I was like, what oh, are the most saddest days I've ever? I saddest would, days I, ever. I would, say... I think the same thing will happen if New Day break up as well. Nah, I think they're going to part ways, We're going to find David on a bench somewhere in and Kelvin <laughs> and grove, and grove or something like that, just like just, like, just like...
0: Quailudes in his hand, a, st- a wee note saying that he can't bear it anymore. Sw-
1: swimming in booty Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I
0: would, I would say I, I look, I thoroughly look forward to being surprised by what The Shield have coming up, because I don't think it's going to be the same. I think they're going to get some new stuff in. Even yeah. despite the fact they've got the old music and the old clothes on, I think we're going to see something better out of them. Even though they were top before,
1: I, mean, I think <laughs> the shield are pretty damn good as well. I think it's just the um. I think I never really sort of really clicked with them like I have with New Day.
0: We can always get Team Hell No back if it doesn't work, so it's
1: fine. Mm. Team okay. Hell No, right? Hell right. No, oh, yeah. So we got a couple of DX's shields and that type of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody for Freakant? No. anybody for Social Outcasts? I don't we've mentioned them before. 3-Man Band! 3-Man oh, Band! Oh no! Look oh, at the success oh, they've had! Oh, the oh, Mr. Hey! How, how in God's name did we forget about 3MB?
0: They're all A-listers now! Two no. of them are with the actual A-lister and one of them the champion!
1: Well, I one, believe. Of, one of them shouldn't be an A-lister. One definitely has earned his place, and one I don't know what the heck's happened oh, to him. Is
0: this your hate it. crusade against Jim Halligan?
1: Just a cl- I'll save that for another day but yeah. I think I think it's best that Drew, you do Drew has earned his place no doubt about it and at that point we're closing off this week's edition of Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat where we've clearly not got enough time to talk about stables as David Winty's Freeman man band mm-hmm. rant but I think we got through quite a lot I would say we did. I was pleased with it. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So yeah, so this will be on Nextcloud going forward now. So if you want to view the eat sleep sleep let's retweet, I got that out with Next cloud, that's forward slash ESS retweet. It'll also be on uh, Fusion Takeover Radio. Next That's it. The next same one. Forward slash Fusion Takeover. Yep. So give us a give our page a like and if you want to hear us uh, talk about any other specific wrestling-related topics. Just drop us a message, and we'll uh, we'll. We'll see what we can do. Yep, we'll be back next week where we'll be talking about the evolution of the 2K series. Or just 2 with the up, in general. With the upcoming WWE 2K 18, well upcoming, it's now out. It uh, is now out. It's now out, so maybe a week later that, but yeah. It gives me time to play it. It's not just 2K games we to talk, talk about, you know, we've got to mention THQ and all that. Yep. Definitely. Following on from us, we've got Sarah Quinn and the Wednesday Wind Down. So that's an, an hour and a half of nice chilled out tunes on your, on your Wednesday afternoon. Evening. Yeah. Oh that's well! Oh no, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna finish on a song that's completely unrelated to ch- to stables, but I really like it. So from us at Eat Sleep Soup X Retweet, I'm Stephen Wilson. I'm David Hockney. I'm James Murphy. And this is Joe Henry. From us, Joe enjoy Henry and we'll see you next week. Better, but there's still so much to do. Joe Henry makes things better for IC Double me